0: Playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Welcome into episode 19 of On the Board. I'm Colby McKee alongside Lance Dahl. Hello. How are you doing today, Lance? Good, you? Good, man. That's good. Uh, we're recording tonight on a Wednesday because the Tigers were in action last night. Yeah. Home to the Portland Winterhawks. They had a very successful week, I'd say. Two and one overall record. Uh, big 6 2 win out in Regina on Friday. Then they came back home 4 3 overtime loss to Red Deer. And then their only meeting of the season against Portland, they won 4 uh, 2. Very convincing second half victory there against Portland. True. Yeah, my computer died. That's I don't okay. Know what Keep smacking it. See if it works. Fuck. Um Cole Sillinger really stood out early, or, or I guess early in the week, of that 6-2 victory against Regina. A hometown boy, scored two goals, and Regina must have felt good for the young kid there. True, true. Yeah, he's been looking really good. Hasn't he? Yeah. Been playing with Brett
1: Kemp and Ryan Chizowski. Uh, that's a ridiculous line. Isn't it? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they, he's been uh, seemingly finding his way. Actually, uh, it was weird ran into his dad, Mike Cylinder, yesterday at the game. Oh, cool. I uh, was talking to him a little bit about Cole's start, and he said, uh, and this was Mike saying that, yeah, it looks like his son's starting to settle in real quick and seems comfortable, which uh, I think anyone that's been to a game so far can attest to. He's definitely been looking uh, confident and comfortable, and it helps when you're playing with uh, Shizowski and Kemp. I mean, those are two good linemates to have, so... No, all seems to be uh, going well for, for Cylinder so
0: far. And it's great as a 16-year-old to have that confidence to play him uh, on a line like that. They must have uh, extreme faith, that coaching staff, uh, that he can contribute even at a young age. Yeah, and
1: well, I mean, what the Tigers have been doing is like a like 1A, 1B, 1C type deal with their top three lines. And so... I mean, on any given night, he can be slotted into the third line or the second line, Mm -hmm. or they could be the first line. They haven't really cemented anything down, which has almost been to their favor that they've been able to
0: have the depth up front in order to do it. Exactly. Uh, In the overtime loss to Red Deer, uh, we talked about it last week, the Red Deer was built through their goaltending, Ethan Anders, uh, was a big contributor to the Red Deer uh, sneaking out a win here in Medicine Hat over the weekend as well.
1: Yeah, I didn't really get to see much of it, but apparently it was boring as hell. Yeah, Apparently that game was super boring.
0: Well, I, 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 even looking at the stats as well, I mean, they're holding opponents to less than 25 shots a game. Like, yeah. they're both Bjorklund and Sogard not facing a lot of rubber early on this season. No. and Which I mean, is a good thing, right? I yeah. mean, you want to keep them as fresh as possible.
1: The reason why isn't because the team's playing incredible defense, it's just that they've been, they have enough depth up front that they can kind of control the play that way. Okay. And... Uh, I mean, it's it's working. They're like you said, limiting other teams to not very many shots on any given night. But it's also interesting to see just how the goalies kind of react to it because I mean, any one of them would like to see a consistent amount of shots. And I mean, there's been a lot of stretches in these games for either Bjorklund or Sogard where they're not really facing a lot. No big like stretches. They, right? they kind of have to stay mentally in it, which is. Always a bit of a challenge, especially as you're kind of finding your way and only 17 and 19 years
0: old. So the great ones, I mean, they always say like it's just almost like reflex. It's just it. The more rubber they face, the the more into the game they feel. You know, they they feel the puck, and uh, it's just more reflexes more more so than anything. Yeah, That's kind of the 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 cream of the crop in terms of the top goalies, like that that action, I guess you could say. 100. Um, the we talked about it with the second half of the Portland game. They were down two one midway through the second. Right, uh, and then they scored two goals in four seconds, yeah. a franchise record. Yeah, completely caught the goalie off guard with the uh, the Baker shot from the red line. Yeah, uh, and they and they came away with a four two victory. So they're only probably is that their only meeting of the season against the Winterhawks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So here uh, in Medicine Hat, so uh, another a good U S. Division team coming to town, and they took care of business. Yeah, the Tigers were in control of that one, basically from puck drop.
1: I mean. First period was a little bit of a feeling out process. Now their team really had any momentum, but I mean, as as it wore on, it just felt like the Tigers were eventually going to break through. And they're showing that, I guess you could say standard of a Willard J- Desjardins coached junior team where they push hard in the third and they just seem to just keep coming in waves. And a lot of that can be contributed to their depth up front in order mm-hmm. to roll Four lines and bring waves one after the other, but they just completely outplayed Portland in that third period, and it was just a matter of time till they they got back into it. I mean, they were down one heading into the third, and and
0: then yeah, two goals in four seconds kind of changes things real quick. But we talked about defensively, or I guess their depth foreseen teams to not have as many shots against the Tigers. On the other end of the ice, they are peppering goalies. That's been a, a consistent mark each and every game. They've com- consistently outshot their opponents. And, I mean, they always say the more shots you put on net, the more likely you're going to score some goals. Yeah, they, um, they're they
1: funneling everything to the net a lot more this year. And they're working possession based off of that theory of, of getting pucks to the net, sending someone to it and then retrieving it and working from there and working below the goal line and stuff. I mean, they've been outshooting their opponent in every period so far this year. Uh, the third period's been the biggest discrepancy. I think it's almost a 60-shot 60, 60 difference wow. in the third period. And at last, I think they were outscoring them 11-4, to four, <laughs> their opponents in the third period. So they, they they find a way to turn it on as the game gets going. I think still, though, they would want to have you know faster starts starting on time more than
0: having to really get it going in the second and third. But, I mean, up to this point, it's served them pretty okay. They're doing okay. Yeah, yep. they're they're holding steady in that uh, in that conference. Uh, important three-game homestand coming up, uh, considering the last night's game against the Winterhawks, it's a four-game stand. Uh, this upcoming weekend, Friday, home to the Winnipeg Ice. That's their first meeting of the year against the Winnipeg. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Saturday, special pink in the rink night, wearing those special uh, pink... Tigers jerseys going towards breast cancer research, I True, believe. Yeah. So uh, that's against the Red Deer Rebels once again, and then back again next Tuesday against the Saskatoon Blades coming to town. So yeah, then they'll be gone for a while. Exactly, because then the under seventeen hockey championships return or not return, but they come to Medicine Hat and Swift Current. So they are occupying both rinks in respective cities. So, yeah, there's that, and concerts and shows. That's and a good point too. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there. Uh, it probably means if the the game's on Tuesday. We're probably recording next Wednesday as well. I would assume so. So expect us uh, in your podcast feed for next Wednesday. Anything else you want to add on the Tigers? You want to move on to? No, no, they're they're looking good. I mean, not like both
1: goalies are playing well. I mean, it, it, it's funny when you go to the games and you see they're facing only 26, 27 shots and they're letting two in, and we think that's a bad night, but I think we're also accustomed to seeing the Tigers have to face 40-plus every single night. It has Uh, been, yeah. If they can stay the way they're going, I mean, Mads has a 9.22 save percentage. Bjorklund's is at uh, 9.47. Just insane numbers by both of them. So even if they drop down and and they're both around 9.10, 9.15 for the season, the team's going to be set up so well just moving forward. And yeah,
0: 5-2-1 on the season's a a pretty good start. Great to have that depth all over the ice, no matter what position you're at for the Tigers. Uh, In the NHL, Couple big scoring games in this first week of the yeah. season. Anthony Mantha started it off with a four goal game on Sunday night, I believe, and then just the other night, James Neal in Long Island snipes a natural hat trick, right by Semyon Varlamov. Yeah, uh, and he scores four goals. He's up to six goals on the season. He is. He scored seven of all last year against the Fla- or with the Flames. Excuse me. He did. God damn it! Right? Like I don't. know. I don't really care. It pisses me off because we could use some scoring as a Flames fan. But he was never. And this is the conversation,
1: I was having it earlier today, and I mean, I, I even tweeted it out last night about how the trade's working beautifully for both teams. The Flames needed to get tougher. The Flames had no room for James Neal in their top six. He was not going to be getting in on either of the top two lines. He wasn't filling in for Lindholm, and he wasn't going to fill in for Froelich or Kachuk on the second line. That, that... Triple M line was is been super good. Well, now Manjiapani's in there too. There you so, go. My yeah. goodness, but so so Neil was never going to find what he was looking for in Calgary. But at the same time, he also had a five percent shooting percentage. Yeah, it was something just ridiculously low, and that's that's not James Neal. You knew he was going to come back, and I, I think now he's shooting like forty two, forty three percent. Obviously, that's not sustainable either. <laughs> but like to have him score twenty five not going to be surprising. I mean, he's going to be playing with either Connor or Nugent Hopkins and both are really good at putting the puck on your tape in a scoring area. Yeah. And I mean, that's what Neil needs and he, he's just not going to find that in Calgary when he was playing with Jankowski or uh, with Bennett, whoever it may be, or Derek Ryan for that matter. And so when you move him, you bring in Lucic, and from, so from the Flames' perspective, they needed to get a lot tougher because they've been pushed around a lot and they've never really had any of that toughness and so when the trade went through I said it's going to like it's serving both teams well if both players live up to what their expectations are and through 3 games it, again it's 3 games but they're both living up to it like Lucic just provided toughness he's only playing about 12 13 minutes a night and James Neal's scoring goals but he's also playing like 15 16 minutes mm-hmm. that's the interesting thing is I I don't know if you can keep running out Neal 15, 16 plus minutes a night and have him be productive for 82 games. We're going to find out. But no, the, the trade's working well for both sides. And so for people who are saying, oh, well, look how many goals Neil has and how many Lucic has, you have to realize. You're looking right at me. Yeah, well, but, but like it's not just you. It's so many people. Yeah. Like Oilers fans were tweeting about it all yesterday. Like it was just the greatest gift to God. And getting away from that Lucic contract for them probably was. amazing. But yeah. like. Yeah, you have to realize it was a trade that's working well for both sides, and it was, it, it's by no means an Oilers win on the trade just because Neil's putting up points. That's what he was there to do.
0: Yes, no, Lucic is doing what he's there to do. The situation that Neil is in is proving beneficial in the early part of the season. For sure, he, he's living up to what he was expected to do—the twenty-goal guy in six or seven seasons prior to last year in Calgary. Yep, he's a goal scorer, and when you put him with. Competent talent, I agree. It's yep. it's it's a little tough as a flame. Fan. I mean, Lucci's is great, and that's good. He's in the role that he's supposed to be. He doesn't have to score 20-25 like he had the burden of even in Boston or in the Kings nope. organization. So, you're no, right. that's not why you brought him in. You didn't
1: bring him in to put up points. No, they needed to get tougher. That's what Lucci's just providing.
0: Ease some of the toughness, let's say, off of a guy like Matthew Kachuk, who yeah. He, he he's I mean, pest. he's a tough customer, but he's not. He shouldn't be in the role of having to fight or you know be taking p- dumb penalties. That could be Lujic's role. Well, Kachuk puts himself in those spots. He's a pest. Like and la- he like likes to play night. on the edge. Yeah, like last night. I mean, that whole Drew Doughty and him beef that's been going on for two plus years now. That's awesome, isn't it? I some I people have they they think you know these guys need to grow up and. And move on, but and the, you know, not be buddy buddy, but just be you know civil about it. But I like the barbs back and forth in the in the media. Same, yeah. Like that's that, that's something that the game's been missing, and I think,
1: I mean, you can look into a bunch of different reasons for why that's changed over the course of time. Social media, money, the players' association becoming closer and tighter knit. But whatever it may be,
0: but no, it's great. It's awesome for the game. Injects a little life into it. And then you y- you gotta love Doughty. Giving it right back to the fans after his OT winner last yeah. night. I mean, as a Flames fan, it sucked to see them lose, but to get the fans riled up there in the corner, that was that was, was pretty fact, fun to watch. The fact that the Flames even got back into that game was That's a good insane. point because
1: they were awful in the first part. Yeah, like first half of the game, the shots were like a million to zero. It was, <laughs> it was like a mess in that Tigers game. Oh my, with yeah, the opposite seriously. reason. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Kachuk's goal there, that second one, amazing. With a minute left, yes, that was a nice goal. That was crazy that was it, there's not much to say. if you haven't seen it, go look at it. It was nice. that was people are saying that might have been a high stick there on the first kind of yeah, if you attempt. look at the, if you look at the one angle from
1: where the camera well is or along uh, the the red line, it looks like it could be high. and then when you get the second camera angle that comes from behind the net all of a sudden it doesn't look so bad. so
0: there you go. it's one of those things where it's almost impossible to overturn. Quickly back to Anthony Mantha, his four-goal game. Yeah. Uh, Redsk- uh, not the Redskins, the Red Wings. Don't, yeah, don't do them like Sorry, that. Sorry, no. They're better than that. Um, it's nice to see because I've heard the name Anthony Mantha going back, let's say, like five years. Yep. He was a Quebec Major League, Junior League star yep. for the Quebec Ramparts, I believe. Could be wrong. Wow. Um, and he's he's taken such a long time to develop. They've been really slow with him. Played a few years, at least, in Grand Rapids. And to see him rise with, and then you got, you know, Dylan Larkin, who's ascended to number one center status. You got okay. a guy like Tyler, Tyler Bertuzzi and Andres Sandy and I don't even know how to say. It, like, to you. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. The double A. Um, yeah, double a. a. A lot of young talent in mm-hmm. Detroit, which is nice to see because for a long time, they've been in kind of a, a rebuild and, and a retool status. Yeah, they just, they knew they weren't going
1: to rush their players in. They They have a process that they want to go through and they've been running through it. And I mean, you can't expect Mantha to be putting up four goals every night. No. but I mean, a, a year where Mantha puts up thirty—it's very, very possible. Considering he has the foot speed that he can keep up with a guy like Larkin, not exceptionally well, because no <laughs> one really <laughs> can keep yeah, up with Larkin. Who can? But he, hes able to keep himself in the play. And I—I I mean, between those two, and then you add Bertuzzi to the line—it's—it's it's an interesting look, and. I just don't know that they have the goaltending to make any difference. I mean, Jimmy Howard and Bernier, kind of trash.
0: Yeah, they're they're middling they're goalies, really. and they've they, they've kept Howard there his entire career, which yeah. is yeah. like crazy. <laughs> like he's been. Floated around in trade rumors for so many years now, like even at the trade deadlines. Yep. And it just hasn't, uh, ever changed no really,
1: the, the, cor- the course of the Red Wings direction. So. no offense to Jimmy Howard, but no one's just really wanting him.
0: What about, um, didn't they bring in Jonas Gustafsson for like the the Swedish War? I think they like, did. Like, the, he was like supposed to be the next kind of big thing yeah. across the pond. Yeah. I think like they the, did do that. Yeah. There was a, a little experiment there with, with Gustafsson. But, Man, that must have been good. Um, The only undefeated team still in the league a week in. we got the Boston Bruins. Cool. Carolina Hurricanes. Not surprising. Colorado Avalanche. Kind of cool. Anaheim Ducks. Weird.
1: All behind. Gibson only lets in one goal a game. Gibson's
0: been amazing. Yep. Uh, that will not continue. We There's talked about n- No uh, way. Mantha's four goal game that will not continue. But Like just based off of the team he has in front of him it can't. But he was not I mean he's not expected to do much this season in terms of like you know a fantasy goalie or even a real life goalie but yeah. he's been, he's been he great. He can steal games and that's what he's done to start every single game of the season. And then it pains me to say this but the Edmonton Oilers are also undefeated. They are. That They are. That's a shot in the groin right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's early for Fl- for flames fans, yes. <laughs> it's early. Uh Patrick Marlowe is back with the San Jose Sharks, signed Motown. a one-year deal. They need some help. They've lost three like every or game? four straight. Yeah. Uh, whatever tough, game they play and they lose. Tough loss to Nashville Predators last night. Uh they got blown up. Imagine if they had Nashville.
1: John Gibson instead of Martin Jones. Oh, I think God. Jones is
0: competent though. No. No. I think so. He's he
1: he is Becoming like a middle tier goaltender by the day.
0: Is he like uh, Anti Niemi when the Blackhawks were running in Sound? feeling Cups? that way. It a is lot of really talent elsewhere. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, I'm sorry, but
1: I mean, he's never really been all that great in playoffs either. And yeah, like, they. I, I don't think Jones is the answer. I yeah. mean, Jones is. He's not bad, obviously. Like, he's <coughs> more than competent, number one. Yeah, but I I don't know that he's gonna be enough for for the Sharks at any point. Like I I just I don't see it. They got to fu- start looking for another goalie, whether they have some in the system or they're drafting one or they're trying to find
0: a team that has a surplus. I don't know. I don't know the length of his contract that's still <laughs> left because I do believe they signed him to a long term deal not so long ago. No, no, let me check. Um, yeah, so w- while you do that, so yeah, I mean it could be a case where they have somebody in the system. I know they they've played uh, is it Dell Aaron Dell a lot yeah a backup role so Aaron Dell so <laughs> Dale he got some run in in years past so oh boy yeah they just signed him to a contract that kicked in last year okay so he still has like five years left I figured so so they're
1: paying good money to him well best of luck to you there you go well, uh, he's got a he's got a a three team trade list so they can only trade him to three teams. Wow. wow. They have given a lot of power to Martin Jones. Really? I've never heard of a three-team. I've heard of a ten. Yep. Player submits a three-team three. trade list. <laughs> <Good> God. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Well, go ahead, San Jose. What Do if, your thing. What
0: if his teams were like Los Angeles, Anaheim, like anybody in that West division? Oh. Like that's know. all you could do is trade within your your rivals. That'd that's be interesting. A problem. That's interesting. Uh, Evgeny Malkin is out for a month plus with his lowered leg injury or some. Sounds sort like of he leg. could miss the whole year. Is that right? Hey, like he could miss toward like and come back towards the end of the
1: season. Holy cow! That's a depending big on who blow. you talk to because it's just a soft tissue injury or something like that. Okay,
0: and that's not good. I seen that Nick Bukestad's also got some long term injury with him as well as not good either. He was always a guy that that had the
1: chance to be good. Yeah. Like he always he was built as a guy kinda like he looks like Mantha. Yeah. Like when you see them on the ice. Like built the same way.
0: Big I, tall kid, like yeah. he is. And Bueckers was a center, if I remember. Yes, right. he is. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, from Florida originally, He was on the Panthers for a while. Was he? Was he playing in Pittsburgh now? Is that where I guess at? so. That's what I. That's what I saw. But uh, and yeah. then uh, Patrick Hornquist is also day to day with some some injury. So uh, that that forward group up front is uh, is hurting right now for Pittsburgh. Yeah, for Pittsburgh. That's so. not good times to be in Pittsburgh. But oh, hey, at least you got Matt Murray. That's good, and Crosby. How good is Matt Murray? we talk talking about Martin Jones. Do you have faith that Matt Murray yeah. is a good goalie? Yeah, Matt Murray's young. He's so young. We feel like, Jones like, is like, what, 27? Yeah, he's not, 20,
1: 27, 29, okay. somewhere in there. That's not old. Well, no, you're but right. But Matt Murray... Not,
0: but Murray's significantly younger. <laughs> Murray just can't stay healthy the last Jones couple years. Jones is 29. Okay. And Matt Murray, I would what, 23 say is probably? Like, yeah, 25. Twenty. Okay, 25.
1: Like, he's not even close to... Like, in four years, when he becomes 29, that's when we'll see the peak of, of Matt Murray. And I am I'm a big fan. Okay. Big Matt Murray guy.
0: Good for you. We'll get you a jersey for Christmas. Could you?
1: Okay. That'd be great. I not, got, uh, not one of those cheap knockoff uh, ones either. I want uh, a real I'll one. I'll
0: send you the link. No, I don't want a cheap Chinese <laughs> one. I want a real one. Um, baseball playoffs are underway. Yeah. Uh, not so surprising results if you're a Yankees fan. I, I had the Twins putting up a fight. Maybe making it to a fifth game, but yeah. that was not the case. They got swept 3 nothing nope, by the it Yankees. No, wasn't,
1: wasn't the case at all.
0: Uh, I guess it just goes to show that pitching wins games in the playoffs. Right, but the Yankees don't have pitching. <laughs> no, the Yankees don't pitch. No.
1: The Yankees don't have any pitching. No, they need Marcus Stroman. They, I mean, they could have. I, I, I didn't we, see any of those tweets coming we, through. We talked about didn't that. Didn't see anyone that was saying, oh, yeah, praising the Yankees pitching. They held the so-called best offense in the MLB to seven runs in three games. But yeah, like, yeah, no, tell me that their pitching ain't good. The Twins left a lot of men on base in that series. Yeah, three they for only 28. hit
0: And when you face good pitching, that's going to happen and in the And for the fences. Uh, it's the 16th consecutive playoff loss for the Twins. Yeah. And 13th <laughs> of those have come uh, from the Yankees. Yeah, don't that's try a, to outdo the Yankees. That's an amazing stat. I think the only professional team that can rival that is like the 70 Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, from like seventy five to seventy nine. It's it's an incredible stat. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you, it really is incredible. If you want to right? talk about? I mean, the Twins are one thing. The Braves, they lost oh, in gosh. bad fashion today. Yeah, I'd, they uh, they dropped a ten spot against them in the first
1: inning. That's amazing. I I didn't see the game, so I don't know how it broke down, but. Fulton Evans, I think, it was charged with seven runs or six earned. He left, That can't happen. He
0: left after one out. Yeah. He walked two batters with the bases loaded. Right. Gave up an RBI double. So that brought in his, the fourth run. Then he okay. got booted. And then they let another... Uh, the new pitcher, I can't remember what his name was, let another Freed. double in. Max Freed came in. Yeah, as that's Freed. Freed let in a double. And then there was a single. There was uh, Brian McCann got... Caught up trying to get a third call strike to the first baseman. He fell over, and and a run scored on that play. An Jeez. absolute disaster. And I was thinking about it. I mean, if you're a Braves fan, this was in Atlanta. Yep. And we talked about it with my boss, actually, upstairs. If you're a fan, do you go? Do you leave at 10 No, in the first inning? No, you don't leave. You stay. You paid all that money. Yeah, you stay. Why would you leave? I, I'm just, I don't know, like... It's such a that's a horror show to watch. Yeah, and that falls
1: directly on Manager Brian Snicker. You cannot in a game decide that decides a series. You cannot let your pitcher go out there and walk the bases loaded twice. Just, you just can't have it. Like if he walks in the first one, like you had Freed behind him. You get just you, go to Freed right away. You give him one. No. Yeah, you, if he walks one in, done, done. I and think like it was back-to-back back as over. well. Yeah. But like y- that just can't happen. I, and like I said, I don't have how ex- exactly like out-by-out out and or batter-by-batter batter no, or whatever for sure.
0: broke down. But like, I was watching it, and I tried to give a, the yeah. best recall I could remember, but right. it was but it ugly. Just, like that, was ugly. That's
1: all on Brian Snicker. You cannot, as a manager, let that happen. You cannot get that far behind in any playoff game. Like If you're going to do that in a seven-game series in Game 3, go ahead. Yep. If the series is tied 1-1 and it's Game 3, whatever, just let Fulton Evers get blown up. Just let him eat innings and move on to game four. But when it's do or die, like, what are you doing? It's tough. Get it together, man. Like, yeah. did he forget that he was in a playoff game? <laughs> <I> <laughs> was it, Like, did he realize? Did someone have to tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, dude, just hey. so you know, uh, if we lose, we go home. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> Who do we got? <laughs> Uh, we got fried. We got f- <laughs> no, no, come in, no chicken Brian. fry. No, Brian, that's Max Freed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Freed, come on in, bud. I think, uh, is it Luke Luke Jackson got some run in that game? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Uh, he was the next pitcher up. Right. It was, it was ugly. I mean, credit to the cards, they they laid it on oh, him. Oh, sure, yeah. And then they, the other kind of controversy, not really controversy, but there was a the question of whether uh, Cardinals starter Jack Flaherty was going to get uh even five innings of work because it was such a blowout right and usually your starting pitcher I mean they were up 10 nothing after one you could have easily you know took him out after the second or third inning saved him for game one or game two of the CS series coming up against whoever the uh, Nationals or Dodgers right um, but they let him go six That's okay. He probably wanted to go seven That's probably. What they were they were uh, trying to say on the broadcast but uh yeah what, what's your opinion do you think in a blowout like that, do you waste? It's not really a waste, but do you extend your starter when you don't have to? Well, Flaherty threw 104 pitches in
1: the the outing today. That's that's a pretty comfortable number. I mean, you also go back to Game Four and they ran out three, six, eight pitchers. Yeah. In Game Four, and so I mean, granted, it was two thirds here, a third here, two thirds
0: here, a third. here. But it's all taxing on the bullpen in yeah. a high high stress situations. When you get it, like, it, it
1: all depends on. Where your teams at? Like, I mean, yeah, it's whatever, 13 and nothing after three innings. So you you can essentially do whatever is necessary. If your team needs your starter to eat innings, you let him go out there. And if you have maybe like a, a swing guy that can give you two or three from the bullpen, you can go to him. They clearly wanted to go with Flaherty, and why not? I mean, there's
0: nothing wrong with it. Breaking news on the podcast? Bo Horvat's the captain. That is correct. <laughs> Bo Horvath the fourteenth captain of the Vancouver Canucks. So You're welcome. I told you that last week. You did. And I had a little question because the tweet was very misleading as uh, on the Canucks Twitter feed, but Oh. Remember they had the four A's and then they said that somebody else was gonna be captain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you read between the lines. Good for you. Um Todd Bertuzzi it. was in the house. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Did he are, punch anybody? Are, are they? Is he like well liked in Vancouver? Apparently. Yeah. I mean, if they brought him on the ice in a I jersey. Mean, playing wise, like his his stats speak for themselves, and the line he was on speaks for itself. But, yeah. I mean, the incident obviously. Yeah. He was good until he punched out more. <sighs> oh yeah. And then that wasn't very good. And then he came to Calgary. Played on Detroit for a little bit. Yeah, he, I forgot about him after that <laughs> happened. He did he wear. was a guy I didn't want to remember. He after did wear a, a Flames jersey for a little bit of time. Uh, Rays and Astros. Let's continue with the the Sorry, DS yeah. series. Uh, that's going to a fifth game tomorrow night. It is. You got uh, Garrett Cole against Tyler Glasnow. Ooh, and uh, I guess a, two former Pittsburgh Pirates. I heard as well. On that the, is on true. The they both were. Um, I guess the early takeaways for this series: the Rays have gotten to the. Astros pitchers early and often. I mean, they they hit Granky hard. Right. They hit Verlander for a couple home runs last or on what night is Monday night? I guess you could say. Yeah, because it's Wednesday night. now. I don't even know what the night it is. Um, it all runs together. Yeah, it is. A lot a lot of baseball and mm-hmm. a lot of other sports. But uh the Rays are holding holding steady. Can they can they go to Houston and pull this off? Yes. With Tyler Glasnow? They can yes, they yeah.
1: can. Will they? I don't know. Yeah, you're not betting that, are you? Uh yeah, I would. Because I they are such an underdog in that game. Yep. Like such an underdog. I'd put twenty bucks on the race. You know what? Fuck
0: it. I'm doing it right now. Uh the twenty bucks on the race. again help me with baseball, but yeah. the Astros on here on my app, the score app, is minus three hundred. Yeah, they're minus three hundred. That is so, just massive. What's that mean? Like they break are, it down. That's a huge favorite. Massive okay. favorite. It's that's almost Do you win money on that? Hardly, how much, how much no. do you got to bet To make any money Like you how bet much $300? How much would you want to bet I don't know 20
1: bucks Okay you want to put 20 bucks down How much You're going to make All of 7 dollars and 40 cents So that's garbage So if Why you bet 20 you bet bucks Why would you 20 bucks You make 27.40 Oh okay I thought <laughs> Like you're not No you're not going to lose I thought, money Yeah I thought you
0: go back To like you zero will, you And will you make, get seven
1: okay. You will just make that much Interesting okay But uh, yeah you can basically Triple your money Betting on the Rays If they were to win Wow The Rays are just such an an easy bet. I mean, the odds are stacked up against them. okay. You bet five bucks. Yeah. You make what? 15? If you bet on On the raise? Yes. Yeah, it's like 15, 17 bucks. Okay. Because they're a plus 220. It's basically like three times your money. Essentially, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, just to touch over three times how much you bet. Okay. It's it's an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous. That is huge, line. isn't it?
0: And it, it's. I think the Dodgers were only 180 favorites tonight against the Nationals. Yeah, that's that's since changed Which, since they're up three nothing right now. Exactly. Um,
1: but no, like it's a winner take all. It's a game five. It's one like game fives or or game sevens, whatever it may be. Series deciding games, you cannot handicap one way or the other. It is an absolute coin flip. And, I mean, you look at the series so far, the home teams won every game. Like, the Rays haven't really been in it when they were in In Houston Houston. for games one and two. But, damn, is momentum a thing. Like, if the Rays can somehow get on the board early tomorrow in Houston, they might have a chance. The longer it goes and the longer that Cole gets comfortable, the less likely I would would be leaning on there. Yeah, I wouldn't be leaning to the Rays, but... As of right now, hell yeah, put twenty bucks down on a on a winner take all game where anything can happen. Tyler Glasnow's more than capable of
0: pitching. Fuck, put twenty bucks on the race, see what happens. I mean, we talked about getting hit early and often. We switch over to the Nationals and Dodgers. Mm-hmm. This game five, we just mentioned three nothing Dodgers. Yep. Uh, Dodgers got to Strasburg right away. Uh, Jock Peterson. I'm not sure how, if you caught any of the the highlights, but his double, the double, yeah, third pitch of the game hits one. It looks like it's a home run, but he hits it into the left field where the the bullpen doors are. Yeah, in the little slot in there.
1: Somehow there's a window in there that isn't flush. It's I It's crazy no idea accurate that was a to thing. get one right in there.
0: But uh, yeah, so that counts for a ground rule double. The next batter, Max Muncy, crushes one. Yep. The left field. That's an early 2-0 lead against Strasburg. Uh, a guy who had not given up a home run in postseason play was Strasburg, and tonight he's given up two.
1: Yeah, he's, from what I've seen, his curveball just hasn't been there tonight, and he has one of the better ones in baseball when it's on. Like, it's like 85-86, and just the sharpest of breaks. Nasty. It is, yeah, it is a plus-plus pitch, but it just hasn't been there, and so... He, he's kind of had to find other ways to, to stretch it out, but they just let him hit now. Like, as, as they're rolling through, they're in the top of the fifth, and they're, they are they let him swing the bat, so he's going to be coming out for the fifth inning. I mean, he, he's already at 73 pitches through four, but he, he's battling, and that's the thing with Strasburg, and you, you see it with the Nationals pitching staff, and I, I, th- I don't know if I put it on the podcast, when we talked about it, I said, like, the Nationals are scary because they can pitch. Like, they have they have the inverse to the Yankees. The Yankees have all the bullpen depth in the world. Granted, if Zach Britton is hurt for any period of time, that's not going to be ideal for the Yankees. Not at all. But the the Nationals. I mean, between Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin, let alone Anibal Sanchez, who came in. Like my God, like they have just so
0: much depth. They proved For that starters. in the wild card game. They yeah. they had uh, Scherzer start. Scherzer and then Strasburg. And then Strasburg goes three innings in Ugh. relief. Yeah, that's a nasty combination. Um, exactly. So they they might have to prove that depth if they're going to be able to stave off the, the Dodgers here in, l- in the last half of this game. We did. We talked about it as soon as we ended the podcast last week. We mm-hmm. jinxed. Which game was it last week that we jinxed? Oh, shit. I can't remember what it was. Um, was it the Milwaukee Brewers? Was it?
1: Maybe, they, yeah. they were up
0: 3-1 on, on the Nationals. Yeah, might have been. And then Juan Soto gets hit, yes. a hit, and yeah, we, that was it. we jinxed it, because we thought Milwaukee was moving through, and we talked right. about that. So uh, we're not going to make any predictions. We're going to wait late Well, then. you jinxed it, actually. You're the one who put it up. I did, then. I did. I said nothing. No. And you then just, you killed the Twins. You t- <laughs> I did. I said they would have a chance, and they had no chance. They had zero. Um, we'll wait and see how next week fares. So I guess the the CS series might start even as early as Friday, maybe even Saturday. Yeah, didn't they so, release... Some kind of news about that. By the way, Brian McCann retired. Um, right after the game tonight. Like yeah. literally
1: right after the game. He's like, yeah, well, this has been fun. I'm good now. So yeah. he's
0: uh, he, he's no longer going to play the baseball. He was one of the better hitting catchers uh, of his time. I yeah, in his could prime, like, for he, sure. He was really good.
1: So. Uh, start times for LCS games through Sunday. Okay, what do we got here? The NLCS will start Friday. Okay. At uh six oh eight our time. That's mountain time. Mountain time. And then the ALCS will go Saturday okay, at six oh eight mountain time. And so the Yankees Friday, await the winner. Saturday. Yes. Interesting. Okay. There also be game two of the NLCS will go Saturday as well. Also two on Saturday. Yeah. Interesting. Back to back. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, because games one like game one and two
0: run back to so. back. Why not? Yeah. Cool. Fill, fill your Thanksgiving weekend up with some some prime oh, le baseball. sporting watch. All oh, the baseball. Um, another sport going on during Thanksgiving weekend. Soccer, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. MLS. I La- don't know. We never really talk MLS. La Liga. Oh, La Liga. Uh, La Liga. I meant NFL. Champions League. I meant NFL. Okay, sorry. You want to talk NFL? No. No. It's We're kind talk of like about the champions. League. Nobody cares about NFL. Monster games this week. We talk about it every week, but <laughs> there's a few performers who just like light up it is your true. fantasy stats yes. and in real life. Aaron Jones goes for four four touchdowns against the Cowboys. Yeah, good time for us to have have some of the Packers offense. Yeah, you and I both have sold out on Packers
1: offense. How'd you in do in your? Leagues? How'd you do this week? Well, he won, obviously. You won? Yeah.
0: I, I mean, obviously I, I won because I had Aaron Jones. I did not. Did you lose with Jones and your team? Oh, boy. You shit can't. I can I Okay, I'll be honest with you. I lost with Jones and his four touchdowns, and I also lost with the Philadelphia defense in their oh, 35. Oh, my God. Did you have Baker? <laughs> no. I oh. lost the Aaron Jones league. I lost because Amari Cooper got that last touchdown. And sure, won.
1: that's why you lost.
0: No, I was ahead until Marky goes. You had forty-one nuts. fucking points from Aaron Jones, and, he and then the the, yeah, the other Good league. I was so <laughs> angry, I dropped my shoes off my feet. The other league, my Philadelphia defense was the the best team or the best. Yeah, player on my team. say. Yeah. Anyways, well, yeah, um, Aaron Jones goes for four touchdowns. Hopefully, you won outside of people like me. Yeah, yeah uh, your league. Deshaun Watson throws for, for, for five touchdowns. Yeah, and none two of, of them went to Hopkins. Two of those went to Will Fuller, though. Like, what the fuck? Will Fuller getting like sixteen targets? He's amazing. People called this breakout game for Fuller for weeks now oh, that he was going to break out. Stop. And it. then obviously, if you have got Christian McCaffrey, he's a Goddamn human cheat code on fantasy. He's amazing. Who's that? McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, best player in fantasy. He goes for like 240 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. Amazing. I'm sorry. Amazing I was just reading up about David Johnson. I saw okay. he did not practice. Not... No, he's got he's got a back issue. Yeah. Well, and people are the... rushing to pick up Chase Edmonds off the waiver wire. He's the next in line. By the way, David Johnson will probably still play.
1: All right. We'll have to wait and see. Oh. I, would, I would assume he's probably just getting a rest because he's getting actual carries this year. He's actually like just touching the ball a lot more.
0: Like he's been good. 15 to 17 carries, and he's also catching out of the backfield. Kyler Murray's coming into his own as a quarterback it's as well. It's true. He has. He's been really good. Uh, one guy also is playing, Sam Darnold. We Sam! Talked about, we talked about him for weeks now with the whole mono. Yeah, how's your spleen, bro? Well, spleen's good. He is can throw a football and not hurt afterwards. So well, he has he been playing. tackled yet? We're gonna find. I, I don't oh, know. Oh god! Maybe in practice. Go then for the that's spleen. terrifying to me. Uh, he's he's coming back for week six six against the Cowboys. Good time to pick up Robbie Anderson. Yeah, great time because he's probably hanging out on your waiver wire. Uh, if Chris Herndon is not gone in your league, he, I would suggest at Chris at Herndon if you're hurting like, in tight it says end, like the me. guy who had Aaron Jones and still fucking lost last week. Well, it says <laughs> the guy who drafted OJ Howard in the fifth round too. You you drafted OJ Howard in the fifth round. I did. I just dropped his ass. Oh yikes. Um. Rob Gronkowski has a new gig, yeah, working for Fox NFL Sunday. That'll be a little different. I think it'd be good because they got a lot of old timers. They got Bradshaw, Jimmy Johnson, yeah, and then their young blood is uh, Tony Gonzalez and Michael Strahan. Does next year, like, do we see Gronk back in the league next year,
1: like a la Jason Witten? Takes a year to broadcast and then gets back and in, back into the gear. I think
0: he just needs to get healthy. I th- I really think like he's he's feeling good. He said a couple weeks ago in, in, a, in a press conference he was talking about his health and I th- I think. Do you think we I, see him next year? Because if he's going on the broadcast, we're probably not seeing him this year. Do you think he no. plays next year? I think if the Patriots don't win a Super Bowl, he comes back. Interesting. If they do. I think he might stay where he is. Depends if he likes it or not. We'll have to wait and see. True. Uh, I watched the Steelers-Ravens game in full at the Silver Buckle locally here in town. Uh, Did you see the Mason Rudolph hit? Yeah, he literally died.
1: Literally. Literally. Like scary. There's, there's no other way to put it. I, I was sending it to friends of mine after. I was
0: like, did you guys see Mason Rudolph? I'm pretty sure they, he's dead. The Fox cameras didn't even finish the Juju play. Like no. He made the completion of Juju, no. ran for a few more yards. Before Juju even got to the ground, the cameras went back to Mason Rudolph yeah. with the left hand up in the air, yeah. eyes shut, not moving. It was no. very scary yeah like even I was watching it on Red Zone yeah and
1: even they didn't cut away for a while like usually red Zone's just Pearl, pearl Pearl. the witching hour pearl pearl <laughs> I love the witching hour oh that's the that is the most toxic thing we're in the witching hour the if you have never watched red Zone that's when all the window early
0: window games get into the fourth quarter. one 15 yeah you, that's you when hear you're getting Chris Han- the witching Chris hour. Hansen goes to the witching hour is that his name Chris Hansen yeah, I thought Chris oh, Hansen Scott, was from Scott Hansen. Yeah, I thought Chris Hansen was from For, To Catch a Predator. Oh, okay. From Dateline NBC. Uh, I think it's Scott Hanson. My apologies. Um, yeah, I also love, obviously, seven hours of commercial-free football starts oh, now. Wonderful. That's the best yeah, that's five the best six line. words in, in the history of Sundays. Um, An early slate of games. We have... <laughs> they had a, they like, need air horns. They had like 10 or 11 games in the early window this year. There week. was 10 last week, yeah. Crazy amount. I haven't looked at this week, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll anyways, uh, yeah. Mason
1: Rudolph died and then was like brought back to life <laughs> thanks to... Uh, medical staff at the game, and then the, the cart whole, broke down. The whole and he had cart to walk on. What are we doing? <laughs> oh my god! What are we doing? You got a bunch of football guys. Why don't you get them to push the cart at least?
0: He does. He didn't even know where he was. He was staring in the stands like, "Oh, I, I know you." And he's pointing. Well, like, yeah, you he look so out of it, and you made him walk to the tunnel. Well, guys kept coming up to him. He was
1: like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay." Meanwhile, like <laughs> oh. he he looked like I was learning how to skate. Knees are buckling. Like, that was that was just ridiculous. That's very bad. Are you telling me there part. wasn't a second cart they could have found? Like, did they not troubleshoot that? That maybe they should have a second one just in case? I don't What think, are you going to do, Pittsburgh staff? Come on. I don't think they're running on that tight of a budget, but like, who knows? Maybe they are. In any case, they Rudolph's not dead.
0: So yeah, that's good. He's not playing this week. Hope, I would, he better not. I hope he does. I think, Get in there. I think. No, oh, come yeah, on. You don't want to endanger people's lives. He feels like fine, that. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's sure he feels fine. He said he was fine. Devlin Hodges, get don't get him in your lineup. No, Devlin Hodges can... If you've got the Chargers defense, you should feel pretty good this week as if a fantasy owner. True. Go go Chargers. Uh, Patriots and 49ers, only undefeated teams left in the league. We talked about the NHL undefeated teams. Yeah. The only two left in the NFL. The 49ers put up a really good performance against those Browns. They're just strong defensively, aren't they? They've like leads and bounds defensively. Like offensively, they're not even that great. Like I mean, yeah, they put up points, but like Tevin Coleman came back this week, yeah. ran for really well with Matt Breda. But it's like George Kittle them, had his like, first big game. You're like, eh, yeah. Like they're they're a team offensively. Jimmy G, yeah, he's a dude. It's amazing at Patriots, and then they trade Jimmy G, yep. and now Jimmy G's like he's like what like ten and one as a starter in the Something games. He's, he's amazing. Like not, he's been amazing. Yeah, I don't think he is amazing. No, that's a leap. His teams have been has been good. Okay, let's get to week six in the NFL. All right, um, I got the old lines. Okay, lined up. All right, we'll see how. By the way, I didn't update uh, last week.
1: Life has been a little chaotic lately, uh, so I did not do the follow up after I posted the picks a day late on on Saturday. I, I saw we it. Lost. On, we went 0-2 and a push. Did you get we, a push? Yeah, I I The Bengals game was it? Yeah, Bengals pushed on the
0: total. It landed on forty nine. Uh, the, do you have a do you have a leeway on that? Because I thought I thought your post said forty seven, and I think the line or they finished with forty nine. Oh, uh, maybe it was forty seven. If it was forty, if if I got it at forty seven, we lost. Okay, and if I got it at forty nine,
1: we pushed. Okay. In any case, it wasn't good. Not good. No, it looked. I was good. surprised by the. I mean, I, I didn't expect Aaron Jones to run for four touchdowns. If the, if he doesn't, then it's probably that one probably would have went under the total as well. I agree with you there. Okay, uh, the
0: game that no one will watch tomorrow. I'm thinking here Oh, I was at 47. 47? Okay. Massive rip. The game that nobody will watch tomorrow night, Giants in New England, Ooh. minus 17 point dog. Ooh. Uh, they've lost, Saquon is out. Right. Evan Ingram's out. Right. Sterling Shepard's out. And Wayne Gallman is out. They're going to be throwing so, Daniel Jones to Golden Tate all game. So you're telling me bet the Giants? You tell me. No. no don't, don't even don't touch even, that don't game. Even, don't even watch it. Exactly. Just watch Thursday Night Hockey. Be with your loved ones. No, watch go hockey. Go for dinner. No, don't do that. Watch hockey. Just watch hockey? Watch baseball. Yeah, Watch baseball will be game. game five there. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, early morning, out in London, the oh, Panthers and Bucks are <laughs> in in England. Uh, Panthers are Why two points like in England. I, I, I was going to think about doing an English accent, but I decided oh, against it. Oh, yeah, do it. Do it. No, do it. I want good. you to sound real douchey. Panthers and Buccaneers. At Tottenham Hotspur Stadium once again, hey? Is it in Tottenham again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thoughts on that one? Panthers, Bucks. Chris Godwin. Been amazing the last few weeks. And what about if McCaffrey, he's got some some issues of his own.
1: Yeah, I, I would take the Bucks. Okay. I still actually, I really like what the Buccaneers are doing. Me too. From an offense, they look good. Their front seven, I keep saying it, their front seven's good. I mean, they'll, their front seven should give if McCaffrey gets in there and gets a bunch of reps, which who knows, probably will. Um... If he does, is it uh, Shaq Barrett getting like double digit sacks already? Like that, yeah. He's amazing. Like the that the linebacker, Bucks, the Bucks front seven could pose a little bit of a problem. So, I would like the the Bucks, when, and you're getting
0: some points with them too. The second easiest game for the Baltimore Ravens goes down this week. They're facing the Cincinnati Bengals at home, and they're eleven point favorites. I don't even I don't know what what they are anymore. The Ravens. Well, they should take care of business. I mean, they should have took care of the
1: Steelers though too, and they. Mm. Barely got by them. Did they what they had to do? Yeah, well, they. All right. Well, they're not looking good. I mean, the they're playing the Bengals, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, like the first six weeks for the Ravens have been ridiculously easy. Like Dolphins, Cardinals, Chiefs, not so easy. And that was actually a good game that they lost. Probably the best game they played. Yeah. Then they got pounded by the Browns. Barely beat the Steelers. And now they get the Bengals. Yeah, pretty good. That's that's a pretty easy, soft
0: first six weeks. And if they somehow lose to the Bengals, my God! Well, they're going to face the Steelers one more time, and they're going to face the Bengals this That'll week, be. including, and then another time as well. So you got some some potential yeah. easier wins in your own division there. True. So true. Seahawks travel to Cleveland facing the Browns. They are one point favorites. Ooh, that's going to be Seahawks. a good game. Yeah, I like. What do, the, the do the Browns come back with their offense? Like that's the big question this week. How bad the Browns looked on offense. Baker was terrible. OBJ was the best quarterback on Monday night. Throwing that pass. I am
1: done betting on the Browns for a while. Okay. I don't like what they're doing. And I actually really like what the Seahawks are doing. So it's basically just to pick them. I would probably lean
0: to the Seahawks. The Saints are on the road in Jacksonville facing the Jaguars. The Jaguars, surprisingly, one-point favorites. Gardner Minshew, another Another, another pick basically. Gardner Minshew! Yeah, yeah, it's surprising. I would,
1: yeah, I would take New Orleans. I,
0: I don't think I'd be betting on, <laughs> on the Jags, but I love me some Gardner Minshew. If he wants to win every game, that's fine with I him. have no idea if Jalen Ramsey's going to be back for this game. He's kind of been out for a while. Yeah. With not just the trade demands, but there's been a back issue. There's been the birth of his child. There's been a lot of things going on with Ramsey. So right. don't expect him to be there for week six. Menchu. Uh Probably one of the best games in the early window. Texans and Chiefs. Yeah, that's going to be a uh, Two really great quarterbacks with Watson and Mahomes. Hopefully Mahomes can come back uh, from that first loss of the season against the Lions on Sunday night. True. Uh, and his bum ankle. Hopefully he's got... A couple days to heal that. The Chiefs are five point favorites at home. Did I see Hill might be coming back? He's limited in practice. So he uh, may be in for the. There is a chance. It's possible. Don't know how many reps he'll get right no, off the hop either, either but. It'll that be a fun game to watch. It'll be very I'm not fun. bet on it because that's. That doesn't seem like as much fun. Going from the best game to watch uh-huh. of that early window to the tankathon that is the Redskins and Dolphins. Oh man, sign me up for that. that I want to watch a that for uh um, I want to watch that for sure. Redskins, three and a half point favorites on the road. Somebody's gotta get a win. And I don't care. I know, it's pretty bad. Man, they suck. If you have any of those players in fantasy, like just your team sucks. Blow your team up. Your team sucks. Um Eagles. Facing the Vikings on the road, Vikings are three-point favorites. Eagles. Do we see Zach Ertz start to really get going? Because he's
1: been. He had quiet a good last month. week. He was good last Finally week. Finally got a touchdown after I traded him, so that's cool. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, that's that's really really fucking cool. Uh, uh, and if the Eagles, sorry, if the Vikings can pass against that Eagle secondary, that's kind of where they need to make their hay because up front, Eagles can stop the run, and they might be stopping Dalvin Cook as well. Yeah, the Eagles pass
1: defense is porous. To say the least. It is not very good. No, it's been bad. But Kirk
0: Cousins has not been very good either. I can confirm there's four games in the late window. That's the the early games is everything I just mentioned. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six games. Excluding the Carolina and Tampa game in the wow. early window. So uh, there's, four, there's four in the late windows. So you got something to watch. Okay. Starts with Falcons and Cardinals. Falcons, two and a half point favorites on the road. Just take the under. Whatever the under fifty two points. Oh, that's
1: even better. Take the under. All right. Yep. I don't
0: I don't like either team's ability to score points. And I, I know I, that their offenses haven't been bad. I like I like Kyler Murray in this game. At home. Sure, sure. Falcons have not been that great defensively. So
1: got a weird feeling that it's gonna go under, even though like both offenses I think are in the better than like the top half of the league mm-hmm. when it comes to total yards at least. I don't have that in front of me, but I think so. Uh
0: that is these looks like the second highest point total of the week. Wow. So
1: I mean, both teams
0: really bad at defense, but... <laughs> there you go. I would still go under. Uh, we talked about the 49ers. They are on the road facing the Rams. Rams are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, they could be without Brandon Cooks because he got diagnosed with a concussion. True. Might open up some targets for guys like Robert Woods, Gerald Everett, if Todd Gurley can ever get going outside of scoring two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, the yards are not there for Gurley in the run game. Uh, what do you see that one? Bet the Niners until someone beats their defense. mm that, that's a 50-point total for that one. Just heads yeah. up as well. Yeah, I mean, the Rams... Defense is great. Defense has been
1: top-notch this whole season. The Rams just season. always, when they play good teams, just get into fucking shootouts. Yeah. Like, Am I wrong? The Tampa Bay like, game? It feels like whenever they play like pretty good teams, it's just a fucking track meet. And I would... Because they get behind super quick. Yeah. Whatever it is, so I don't gotta know. they got to play catch-up. Like I, would,
0: I would bet on the Niners, though. Uh, Titans Broncos from Denver. Two and a half point favorites are the Broncos. Oh boy, that's another... Jeez, you might as well just... Do literally anything
1: but watch that game. <laughs> do some laundry. Oh my, man. <laughs> do some dishes, maybe. Do yourself. I don't know. Oh, I, don't <laughs> do. God. I don't care what you do. That's just a terrible game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh final one. I, like, I don't want anyone to have to watch that. <laughs> do yourself. That's a good line. Um oh, final one of the late window. The Cowboys are on the road. Seven and a half point favorites against the New York Jets. Oh, getting really? Darnold back. Oh,
1: yeah, they get Darnold back. I would uh I, I would also not watch that game. I no? Would, I would, again, do literally anything. So else. you really only like one of those late games. Yeah. Yeah. It's an awful schedule. Tough. It's not even that good to bet on. None of these <laughs> games are really all that great.
0: Well, stay tuned to Friday's. Uh, yeah, I think we am close to Friday. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I get busy enough. Yeah, you might. Saturday. Okay. Well, t- you, uh, take a peek at our Facebook page, we'll facebook.com on the board podcast. Finally, Sunday night game, Steelers at Chargers. Chargers, seven-point favorites. We talked about the quarterback situation in Steeltown. Oh, my! who's going to watch that on a Sunday night? Watch baseball again. Another like, be- I'm sorry. Jeez. Man, you're not liking anything. The How- schedule sucks. How about the Monday game? Okay, what is Detroit, it? Detroit, Green Bay. Oh, jeez. Green Bay, home, five-point favorites. Uh, that's better, I guess. Aaron Rodgers I and just, Aaron whatever. Jones
1: and co. Like, again, there's a rivalry there, too, right? I just feel like whenever I watch a Lions game, it's just like I'm punishing myself for no reason. <laughs> like, I feel like if, I, if I'm if i going to willingly sit down and watch the Detroit Lions play football, I'm better off doing something else.
0: Even yeah. even though they're, like, not half bad. They've like been, they're, yeah. They're, what, 2-1-1? One, and one? Yeah, had their bye week. They're coming off the bye. And Boy. they uh, I think their tight end, Hawkinson, is out with a concussion. I, I, was, I would assume so. Yeah, that was a bad one. That was not, not a bad good. one. Doc, was that on a hurdle? Uh, it was in the end zone, I believe. I want to say, could be wrong. No,
1: maybe I'm thinking of a couple of weeks ago when he did the hurdle and then it got dropped
0: like straight on his back. Could could very well be. I didn't quite catch the that highlight. Needs to stop. A lot of concussions this year, like yeah, lot, yeah. over in abundance. Do you think so? Mm, compared I mean, to compared to seasons past, I don't know. Like I maybe I feel like is, we're talking concussions all the time, which is understandable, but still like no. I mean, we were shoulder. That one episode was shoulders, knees, yeah. and whatever, and but, ankles or whatever. Ankles, but now it's a lot of concussions. So we'll have to wait and see. Like I, th- I think there there might be more. I don't have
1: any numbers to back it up, but if there is, it also could be because the league is taking it more seriously. I don't know. Very true. I like. I don't think anyone's ever like said the NFL has come down like heavily on concussions. I think we've talked about different ways to fix player safety, but I don't think that anyone's ever really been all that concerned but no one's been like oh they're holding too many guys up you know what i mean no like this might be the first time where we said dang there's been a lot of concussions and maybe that's because they're they're taking a harder stance on it very true i i again have no no way to back that up but it's uh it it seems like it, it sounds possible by the way people are really concerned about todd Gurley not playing this week really I guess there's a new injury that the Rams seem very concerned about. Not with the knee? Uh he's got a quad injury. What's oh, a quad? Didn't practice today. He's got a thigh contusion. Oh God. And uh if so if you're in a league where you can get Malcolm Brown, I would probably go and get him. Interesting. Uh but apparently it's not directly. Related to, to the knee, obviously, because in case you didn't know, the, the quad is not the knee. Um, but some people might think it is. <laughs> Way to go, Doc. Yeah, you're welcome. It's not, So it's not related to his arthritis or whatever he's got. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I guess there's some serious concern that he's not going to be able to dress.
0: So if you can go and find Brown... And it's tough because that late game, that 2 o'clock game, uh, lineups obviously get set at 11 o'clock when the first slate of games go. So if you're in fantasy... And you don't have a Brown and you need to replace Gurley. It's true. You gotta know if he's in or out before then, you gotta make your best
1: educated guess. Well I guess if Gurley doesn't like if Gurley doesn't practice, just roll the dice.
0: That's what I would do. Yeah. Why the hell not? Flip a coin. That's what Flip our, a coin our, Angel. Our, co- <laughs> our coworker Steve Ball does upstairs. Flips we, a coin on everything. Yeah, his team's really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> like a little bit worse than mine. When he
1: only picked handcuffs, that's when you knew that he was gonna be a really Oh,
0: good he team. didn't give a crap about that team, no. but Oh, uh, great. Anything else you want to add before we wrap episode I know. 19 up? I think we're good. Yeah. I got nothing. That was pretty good, man. Nothing nothing that stands out to me. Cool. Well, enjoy your Thanksgiving long weekend. Yeah, yeah. Wherever you birds. are in this
1: world. Uh, oh, I get, we can quickly just mention that uh, the NFL did uphold Vontaze Burfix's season-long suspension. That's a thing we could have mentioned. Good on him,
0: though. I talked about that. Yeah good riddance that guy's a clown so yeah boo boo you perfect yeah Uh, Montez if that's your real name (laughs) right. thank you so much for listening and downloading us tonight you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash on the board podcast on twitter at on the board pod and I think we'll be coming back to you next Wednesday yep we'll see how the schedules work out anyways have a great long weekend for Lance Dahl, Colby McKee. Signing off. we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to On the Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yes!
1: Yes!